Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Convancing Coffee Break with me, Mandy Brown, and Richard Snape. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about the Renters Reform Bill, which at time of recording is topical, but um, by the time you get to listen to it, might have changed. We'll also be touching on the Renting Homes Wales Act 2016 for those of you who act in Wales. Richard, can you tell us a little bit about the background and the current situation, please? As we record this on October the 21st, um, before it goes out, we might have several different prime ministers. So there's obviously, well, there shouldn't be a question mark over it, and there wasn't it yesterday morning. But who knows what uh, the future holds? I think it will come into force. It's... Um, well, we don't obviously know the final version yet. It has been in the news, actually. The Renters Reform Bill, supposed to be the, well, it will be if it comes in, if and when it comes in, it'll be the most important uh, legislation in relation to housing and short-term residential leases in England, not in Wales. We'll come back to Wales later, perhaps. That uh, has been since 1989, when the 88 Housing Act came in. It was... Uh, mentioned that they were going to introduce legislation in the Queen's speech in December 2019 when um, just you know a week after the the general election but then nothing happened we didn't hear anything more the government was saying the major reason that we you know you hadn't uh, introduced it so then throughout 2020 they were dealing with covid and the lockdowns but uh, in May of this year the government announced that they were going to go ahead this uh, parliamentary year with the, the renters reform bill and in June there was a white paper on a fairer private rented sector and uh, in well sort of um, things went on we got uh, more detail the actual white paper there were a lot of changes and it was actually much more detailed the changes than we were originally led to believe what then happened is uh, on October the 11th not so long ago there was a leak that uh, the government didn't intend to introduced the bill they were going to scrap it two days later they announced that they would introduce the bill after all and on monday of the week we're recording it's friday today there were questions in parliament and uh, the secretary of state for leveling up announced that the bill will categorically go ahead in response to questions from labor but not this parliamentary year but the following one which starts in april april the first quite apt and ends on march the 31st 2024 so that's where we are at the moment but uh, currently the government is committed to it and obviously we've uh, as we speak got a change of prime minister coming so what's the latest state of play and what are the major provisions of the bill well the major one that people know about is um they're going to get rid of section 21 assured short old no fault notices and you won't be able to evict tenants uh you know, through two months' notice, no early in the end of the initial six months. When this is the, these podcasts are primarily meant, obviously, for conveyances and, and not the litigators, although the litigators are more than welcome to listen. But that's obviously got massive implications in obtaining vacant possession when uh, somebody wants to sell the property subject at the moment to tenants, existing tenants. And for reasons we'll see, perhaps towards the end of the uh, of the, the recording, there might be a lot of people trying to sell their properties in the not too distant future. They rented out properties, but it also, I mean, it's keeping the mandatory ground for possession. You know, sort of two months rent arrears. Changing, they say they're changing the time periods before you can go after courts and the likes. But the two months rent arrears when you serve your notice seeking possession and when you go after court will remain. They're going to introduce some new mandatory grounds as well. They say where you have been at least two months in arrears with your rent for on three or more occasions in the previous three years 
and that will be a mandatory grant, even if you're not in arrears at the the time of uh, you know, the uh, proceedings. They're going to allow you to go straight to court without any notice periods if uh, the tenant has committed criminal behaviour or serious antisocial behaviour. And the important thing for conveyancing, but unfortunately, we don't really know the detail. There'll be grounds for possession, uh, mandatory grounds. It if you. Uh, want to go back into the premises the rented property a landlord does as their main residence or as a family member's main residence it's not too it doesn't sound too dissimilar it sounds a bit wider but uh, there's currently a mandish ground one which uh, you can expressly put in the lease which uh, is about returning owner occupiers so it's a wider version than that and also there's going to be a ground for possession whereby you can get rid of the tenant if you want to sell the property which is obviously the important thing for conveyances to know but uh, rest assured we can tell you more about that in the future so does it say anything else or was that it there's lots of things huge numbers of things for instance they're going to introduce a decent home standard in the private sector it's already in existence in the public sector and frankly quite a lot of it is you know sort of there already but uh, the landlords will have to keep the premises in good repair they have to do that under the 85 landlord and tenant act uh, anyway and um, there's going to be sort of various other provisions the property must be clean uh, whether the tenants keep it clean at a later stage is another matter and it's got to be not have any health and safety risks local authorities have come currently got sort of measures to allow that they also say that all tenancies including existing ones when the fixed term runs to an end will become periodic tenancies tenants will have to give two months notice for them to leave which again is obviously important in the world of conveyancing and uh, there'll be no ability to have a mandatory ban a complete ban on um, benefits tenants and the likes it can be subject to a reasonableness test you couldn't have a complete ban on people who want to keep pets that'll be subject to a reasonableness test but they are also suggesting that um, you might as a condition of uh, the tenants keeping pets we require them to take out pet insurance for the damage the pets do and there won't be a complete ban fully subject to a reasonable test to have families and children they haven't mentioned whether you should require children insurance if the children damage the property and there's also going to be a portal that landlords will have to register on private sector landlords and an ombudsman scheme to uh, settle disputes between landlord and tenant and the rents cannot increase at uh, less than yearly intervals there are quite a few other things besides that uh, again we don't know the detail but it is so it's the, it's the biggest changes since uh, the short and the short short holds came into force in January of 1989. Richard, you said it only applies in England. What's the situation in Wales? Yeah, in Wales, uh, there's uh, 2016 Renting Homes Wales Act. I remember talking about it you know, back in 2015-16. We actually received the Royal Assent in January of 2016. And then we heard very little about it. It's a massive piece of legislation dealing with the public and the private sector. And you can't, in these, uh, you know, these coffee breaks, hope to do it justice. But uh, the uh, Welsh Government announced uh, earlier this year that it was finally going to come into force in July this year in the summer. And then they announced that they think landlords need more time. Six and a half years is not enough. It finally comes into force on December the 1st in Wales and it's retrospective. Shall I explain the basics to you? That'll be helpful, thank you. Yeah, it's, it introduces occupation contracts, both existent and new leases, will be termed occupation contracts. And occupation contracts will also apply to um, 
licenses is not the case nowadays in her existing security. You'll have to, you know, within 14 days of entering into the agreement, give a sort of pro forma written contract to the tenant contract holder is then known. And some of the terms will be uh, fundamental mandatory terms. You can add to the tenant's rights, but you can't take them away. If you don't serve the written agreements, you can't get possession under through notice. You'll have to, for new leases, serve the written agreement as of December the 1st. If it's an existing lease, they also become occupation contracts, but you'll have until June the 1st of next year to serve the notices. And also, if you don't serve the tenant with notices, they can get a rent repayment order on a daily basis for each day you haven't complied. I'll tell you the, the notice periods. I and mean, the notice periods will be, well, there's, there's grounds for possession, breach of at least two months of rent arrears is going to be mandatory still suitable alternative accommodation. But uh, for new leases, as of December the 1st, you'll have to serve non-fault evictions six months' notice, but no earlier than the end of the initial six months, so we've backed up basically a year. For existing leases that become occupation contracts on December the 1st, uh, it's still going to be two months' notice. But currently, the Welsh Government is in the process of consulting on that to bring that up to six months as well. Consultation ends on October the 24th. That's, you know, five and a bit weeks before it actually comes into force. It doesn't give much time to actually uh, adapt. And also existent landlords with existent assured short-old tenancies have, you know, by June, to have adapted all their leases into occupation contracts which comply with the, the pro formas. It's a, it's a huge task. So just to finish off, Richard, what are your concluding thoughts? And do you have any practical suggestions for the implications for conveyances? Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait to see, obviously. I mean, conveyancing in England and Wales is getting so different that um, I do know of increasing numbers of, perhaps not where I am in Cheshire, but um, increasing numbers of conveyances won't uh, do conveyancing in Wales. So unfortunately for the Welsh conveyances, it's uh, difficult to do, you know, do it the other way around. There is one glaring gap at the moment. Bearing in mind this is you know, close to coming into force in Wales now, you know, it's a, a way off in England, but there's nothing about the mortgage companies that seem to, you know, people seem to have thought of mortgages lend if it's an assured short old tenancy and they don't lend if it isn't. There is a mandatory ground too for possession that you can include should you wish. We desperately need to know whether the mortgagees are going to accept all these things. And the other obvious problem that's sort of an aside is the plan if it happens is that well, currently before you can let out premises if they need an EPC, that EPC is going to be at least E rating. And the plans within government, England and Wales, is April 2025 to reduce that to C rating. There is a cost ceiling that if it costs more than £3,500 plus, including VAT, then you can apply for an exemption. You've got to spend 3500 making it whatever rating and then apply for something called a PRS, a private rented sector exemption. I think we did a podcast on that some, some time ago. Um, but the net effect of all these things is I don't think people want to buy to let. I've already seen stories or heard stories about people selling their portfolio. And um, we'll have to see it as a major, major change is pending. That's it. Well, thank you again for a really informative session, which uh, obviously might all have changed by the time this podcast goes out. (laughs) I don't think it will. I think whoever is Prime Minister, they were backing this beforehand. Uh, So I think something will come into force in England and it'll definitely come into force in Wales. In Wales in particular, we desperately need to know what the mortgagees are going to be saying. Well, I'm sure we'll do an update when we actually know the situation. Thanks, Richard. Until next time. Okay, thanks. 
You have been listening to another episode of Convincing Coffee Break, the only podcast for busy convincing professionals, brought to you by Lawshore Insurance, the UK's leading provider of title insurance. For more information on our free conferences, go to www.lawshoreinsurance.co.uk where you can download recent conference recordings.